In today's show, we've got news about new Margaritaville Hotel Orlando joining the Walt Disney World Good Neighbor Hotel program. What? D23 launches a new podcast. What? Yes. Extra magic hours. Extra evening magic hours have returned to Hollywood Studios. Meetups, trivia, and oh so much more. All in today's, until they tell us to stop using the name, Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Well, uh, I want to let you know about our sponsors for this week's show. Whether you're planning a family vacation, a romantic getaway, a destination wedding, a cruise, a European adventure, or any type of Disney travel experience, you got to let our friends destination to travel be your guide for the dream vacation uh there's the specials going on right now 100 rooms in early 2020 in select walt disney uh world resorts uh you can also embark on a -a one-of-a-kind adventure by disney experience in southern california uh you get private tours rare behind the scenes of the most iconic in socal via with a special edition a very, very special dinner with Disney legends and professionals. Uh, you get to meet Disney legend Bob Gurr, our good friend, uh, Disney legend Garner Holtz, and uh, our buddy Disney historian Jeff Barnes, as well as film director Cortese uh, for dinner at Steakhouse 55 at Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa. When is all this magic happening? August 2nd through 7th, 2020. Where's it going to be? Is it Disneyland, Disney California Adventure, uh, Walt Disney Animation Studios, Walt Disney Archives, and the Walt Disney Imagineering? So if you want to go, my friend, start saving up your pennies now, because if you go single occupancy, it's going to be around $4,800. Uh, if you're going to double, triple, or quad adult, it's $3,439. Uh, for adults, 3269 for children. Uh, but definitely contact our friends over at Destination to Travel. If you're interested, let our friends know when you fill out the form, go to DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two, travel. That's DisneyParksPodcast the, uh, slash the letter D, the number two, travel. Fill out that form and someone from Destination to Travel will contact you as soon as possible. How was your weekend, buddy? Interesting and fun. Yeah? <laughs> yes. Uh, Tell I, me about the interesting part. Yeah, I took a trip over to... What's that fun place? Oh, the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> oh. And uh, it was crowded. Oh, man, yeah. Saturday was mobbed. mobbed. Yeah, it was the same way over at Hollywood Studios. That's where I was. It, there was, I was like, what are they giving away? Did, did I miss something? <laughs> yeah. It was crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, I really can't wait till um, the construction is done in the front of the park. And the other thing, 
it I, I don't know why it bothers me. I really don't. But uh you know, they have these metal corrals that they put up to help people funnel on or off the monorails. I mean right. the two signs are there. Are people incompetent that they cannot make it into the correct area to get on the correct monorail? I just work here. <laughs> I mean, you to get on the uh, monorail, the resort monorail, you literally had to go like all the way to the boat area because they had the corral set up that long to go wow. all the way back to the place that I was standing. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I don't understand. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I understand they want to have some kind of traffic management of the people. But mm-hmm. it just it, it seems like they're they're over doing it. They're over managing. Yes. Yeah, so scale back your My, your OCD. Yeah. Scale back your OCD about managing the crowd just a little bit and see what happens. Uh, I, I I bet I bet most people will make it to the right place. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But you know they're they're trying to offset as much of that confusion as possible. I guess I don't yeah, know. Yeah, uh, that uh, was that was my uh, I, I guess my only uh, weird thing I noticed. I, I was like, oh, so the other thing I uh, I think Len had mentioned on his show Disney Dish. So the pathway that's going to go from the Magic Kingdom to the Grand Floridian is not going to go anywhere near the main building. You're going to walk all the way to the convention center, enter into the convention center, and then take the walkway, the covered walkway, to the main building. Now, really, I'm with him because there is now this sand path that they've carved. Right, it's got little flags. I, I probably because they're going to pave it or you know put the little tiles on it, or, you know uh-huh. pavers, pavers on it, or whatever. So I think they're getting ready to to pave that that pathway. And it goes all the way to the convention center. Because I think if they went like nor- to Norcosis or towards that area, they'd have to build something from the water to that, you know, part of the that area. And mm-hmm. they don't have to do that because that walkway goes to and actually touches the convention center. So Nice. Nice. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, I had the fun experience of going to Ogus Cantina for the first time. Finally had a friend who had a reservation and invited nice. me. Nice. Uh, I've tried to get it and I just kind of stopped. But I did actually get a reservation for March 28th. Ooh. While you were there. So, while I was in the yeah. cantina. While you were in the hilarious. cantina. Yeah. Uh, my that's, that's still what? This is January, February, March. That's still three yeah. months out. Yeah. Mine I made in October and it wasn't for March. Yeah. So uh, my initial experience was not very good. My initial thoughts, Uh because we didn't have a lot of room at the bar. It Mm. just it took a little bit for people to kind of settle. And once everybody settled, I had some space, you know, but, you know, it's very off putting when you wait for 30 minutes to get into a place when you have a four, like a four o'clock reservation to get there early and you still have to wait for like 15, 20 minutes. I hate that. Um. And then you walk in and there's no place to sit, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I discovered I a few too. things. I, I discovered a few things. <laughs> okay. If you're at the bar, you can A, you, you get a little bit more of the show. 
Okay. It, it makes a little bit more sense. Right. Uh, we were on the side closest to the door, so we could not see Rex. So I had to go take some photos oh. and videos of Rex. But uh, we still had a great, sh- uh, a great uh, enjoying. We had a great time. Uh, Am I doing a good Rex imitation? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, John was our bartender, and he was great. And you know how they say there's like a 45-minute time max? Uh, yeah, so here's the thing. Oh. I shouldn't have said his name. Probably get him in trouble. Um, there's probably more than one John. Probably. Um, but they're loose a little bit with the uh, 45 minutes. Ooh. And they're a little loose with the maximum. So you're saying the cast members have discretion. It seemed as though that was the case. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think there are people that were just staying in there all day. Right. But I do know that I was able to order my first two initial drinks because I we were there was a group of four of us that were there and we all wanted to try everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we all ordered a couple. And then I was like, well, I want one of those. So I ordered one of those. So I had three. Right. Uh, so everybody in the group had three. Did anybody order the tum, the tongue numbing drink? Yes. And <laughs> she loved it. She loved it. I tried the I I tried the drink, and the drink was fine. I didn't get as much of the numbing, mm-hmm. but uh, she mentioned something to the uh, bartender, and he got a full glass of the foam, right, and brought it over. Wow! And I put a big in my mouth. I was like, "Oh, that's really ah horrible!" <laughs> and so the problem was, is that stuff changes the taste of everything yeah so it's like drinking uh chloroseptic it's very (laughs) similar to that yeah i i had the uh the um the last thing i ordered was the tequila drink so the Mm. sled sled slinger slinger uh not a great cocktail for me but the problem is is that stuff was still in my system right and i took a drink and it made it taste like mud i was like oh this is Awful. Right. So, um, so let me know. ask you this: Do they have a Mandalorian drink yet on the menu and a Baby Yoda drink? I did not see any either of those. Oh, see, that's a missed opportunity. Cross marketing well, synergy. They've had synergy. so many missed opportunities with with Mandalorian. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, I get it. I get it. But uh, overall, when it was all said and done. It was a really good time. We all had a good time. We all enjoyed it. Um, I would have probably, in in hindsight, felt bad if we were sitting in a booth because they're probably really paying attention to who, you know, turning those tables. Yeah, sure. Uh, and, you know, we probably needed to order everything in one shot. So uh, two questions. One is uh, when you get there, can you request a table? And then they'll say something stupid like, well, yes, but you'll have to wait longer. And do you suggest sitting at a table or sitting at the bar, which is the better of the two? Well, there's no places you can't sit at the bar. There's no seats at the bar. Oh, there? No, no, there's no seats at the bar. So I would think that standing at the bar is probably the best experience mm. uh, because we realized that if you weren't sitting at the bar, you mm. really couldn't see a lot. Oh, okay. Um, now, I we did not reserve a table. Mm-hmm. I mean, try to get a table. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
uh, I have twisted my ankle. Mm-hmm. And so we initially were like, maybe we should sit somewhere. Right. And they said, you know, we'll try to accommodate you, which is Disney speak for. No. You know, uh, <laughs> I'm sure that if someone was there in a wheelchair or really needed to sit, they would figure out a way to make it happen. Mm. But, um, yeah, I, I don't think anybody's going to want to go in there. It's like, give me a table because you're not going to be able to stay long. Mm, right. It's 45 minutes. Right. And, um, you're not you gonna, know, you're not going to need a table. You're not going to be here long enough. Yeah. You're not going to be able to <laughs> sit and relax. Now, here's a little insider information. Right. I don't know if it just was the, an amazing bartender, uh, but I'm pretty sure if you want a cocktail that comes with a souvenir glass, you do not have to buy the drink with the souvenir glass. Oh, really? So we had one of the, we had the yub, not the yub nub, but we had the, uh, one of the glasses and it was supposed to be like a, a 45, $60 take home mm-hmm. purchase. Yeah. And, uh, we asked if we could not do that. And he was like, yeah, why not? It'll be 15 bucks. We're like done. So, and, uh, it came in the glass and as soon as it was over, he took the glass back and washed it and put it back. Nice. So they're, they're as accommodating as they can be. Uh, I think it'll be years before that place relaxes enough to where you can actually go and kind of chill or just walk in without a reservation. Yeah. Or just walk in probably be forever. Yeah. Um, but overall it was a great experience. Enjoyed it going back, looking forward to going back. So that, you know, uh, being that Trader Sam's is smaller, you would think that they would be on a reservation system more so than Oga's, which is larger and they could just cram people in it. Yep. Weird, Disney. Thank you. <laughs> Things that make you say, hmm. Hmm. All right. Anything else you want to add? Uh, the only thing I will add is, uh, and I'll probably mention this later too, uh, please go take our survey if you get a chance. It's on our Facebook page and it's on our website. Uh, you just hunt it down on the website. I think it's probably been pushed down with podcasts on top of it, but you can find it there and it's pinned to our Facebook page. <laughs> Please do, to the top. Yeah, please, please do it by the end of the month, uh, and then we'll send out the uh, we'll pick a winner and send out a nice little gift package uh, to that. And uh, if you are a Patreon, you got your own survey, and we will pick a random uh, winner there, and they uh, will get a prize package as well. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so uh, I guess my friend, there's nothing else we can do but get into the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker crosses the $1 billion worldwide box office tickets. Unbelievable. The ninth episode in the Skywalker saga has risen to an impressive box office milestone. Star Wars Rise of Skywalker surpassed the $1 billion threshold at the global box office in its 28th day of release. Yikes. It's 1.001 billion global cumulative total is comprised of 481.3 million domestic, mm-hmm. 519.7 million international, Ooh. 
The film is now the fifth Star Wars film to reach this milestone, as well as Disney's seventh billion dollar release of 2019. Do you think the I'm not sure of his name. Do you think the guy in charge of films is getting a raise? (laughs) Yeah, he better be. (laughs) Star Wars Rise of Skywalker opened on December 18th internationally and December 20th domestically to a $376.2 million global debut. It's $174.4 million domestic opening was the 12th biggest of all time, while internationally the film debuted uh, at $198.8 million, which was the number one Western film in nearly all markets. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Were you shocked? I was not shocked when I read this. I was like, oh. uh, I, I wasn't shocked. Yeah. I mean, the movie was not bad. The movie was better than last Skywalker, last yeah. Jedi to me. I but. have a feeling it's going to break the top 10 films of all time. That's just, really, yeah, I think that's that how, one. Yeah, I think so. I think because it's the end and everybody's going to want to see it. I think, yeah, I think it has a chance of breaking the uh, top 10 list. We'll see, my friend. Yeah. We will see. Yeah. That's just my my guess, my bet. All right. Uh, I was shocked when I read this. Uh, I was like, wow, uh, that is this is very interesting. <laughs> uh, Morgan Rail Hotel here in Orlando, uh, kind of on the Kissimmee side of thing, uh, joins the Walt Disney World Good Neighbor Hotel Program. And what does that mean, kids? Now, the Morgan Rail Hotel near Walt Disney World Resort, it's really close to the Animal Kingdom, too. Uh, part of the Walt Disney World Good Neighbor Program. Uh, guests staying at the Margaritaville Hotel Orlando's guest rooms, 184 guest rooms, have access to everything Margaritaville Resorts Orlando, including uh, the on-site Sunset uh, Walk, which is the retail center, the fitness center, multiple pools, and much more. It is important to note that that does not not include Island H2O Live, which is their water park. That is Mm -hmm. extra. That's extra, extra. Yep. Uh, Guests can also take uh, Margaritaville Resort Transportation to the Walt Disney World Ticket and Transportation Center, uh, where they can access Walt Disney World Transportation to theme parks and much more. Guests can also take advantage of Margaritaville Resort introductory offer. That includes discounted packages, uh, uh, price for arrival dates January 19th through December 31st of 2020. So all year. Uh, and uh, you can contact our friends at Destination to Travel for that package information. I wonder wow. if these guys get the uh, Fast Pass window and the dining window it does not mention that and uh i'll have to ask somebody and find out so what what was the two that you're looking at the uh, fast pass window and the uh dining window do they get the 180 days oh man i don't know yeah if if it's what the good neighbors get like next to disney springs they they do yeah but you got to remember the ones on hotel plaza boulevard didn't until recently Right. They had a shorter well, window, right? They had like three months, but now they've given them six months, I think. Right. Uh, and I think just recently, Four Seasons got some of those benefits too, because uh, they were not always included as well. So, um, right. I'll have to ask. I'll have to ask. So I'm looking on some of the travel sites, roughly uh, $245 a night for the Margaritaville Resort. That's this not, isn't bad. That's it's not a, bad. Gorgeous, it's a gorgeous resort. Yeah, it's so gorgeous. That's like a moderate. Yeah, totally. 
if you like uh, what we do here at the Disney Parks Podcast, you'd like to support what we do, definitely go over to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, podcast. I can't even talk today. Uh, we have uh, a way that you can support us uh, at several different denominations, and we have an award system that is really uh, premier, and we have some new things we added last year uh, that you need to know about. If you'd like to get some extra content, we have the extra magic hours and the extra extra magic hour show if you support us at the five dollar a month level and we have the brand new disney plus podcast at the ten dollar level uh so if you come in at the five dollar level you get everything but the disney plus if you come at the ten dollar level you get everything and the disney plus show trust me the disney plus show totally worth it yep. uh so go to patreon.com slash disney parks podcast and let us know and uh, we would love to have you join the patreon family and we'd like to thank all of our current patreons without you guys doing what you do that greatly helps us uh to do what we do so patreon.com slash disney parks podcast all right john last week we had a trivia question it was we we did yes we did okay Uh, what was the very first cartoons created by walt disney which Uh were a series of shorts for a certain theater in kansas city missouri what was the name of said theater and the correct answer was no idea the newman theater Newman! Uh, and this week's winner is Michelle G. And as we like to say, it's in the mail. Or at least it will be. All right, nice. this week's uh, trivia question is this. What did Walt Disney say? Now, th- Walt Disney, the person, the man, the myth, the legend. What did he say was the greatest export of the United States? If you know the correct answer... <laughs> Whatever you're thinking. Sarcasm. <laughs> uh, if you know the correct answer, send the two Disney Parks podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. I have jokes. <laughs> New music comes to Morocco and Germany pavilions in the Ooh. Epcot during the uh, International Festival of the Arts. Uh, Friday on the 4th was the uh, excuse me, Friday was the first day of the fourth annual Epcot International Festival of the Arts. Uh, and there's some new bands that were performing around World Showcase. In the Germany Pavilion, you can check out Lebed, Lebeding, Lebedig, Lebedig, Lebendig, 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 whatever. Uh, an award-winning German pop rock band who perform their modern take on Germany's well-known Schlager sound. Ooh. In the Morocco Pavilion, guests can enjoy the creative mix of traditional uh, Nawa music and the current sounds of Morocco as Atlas Fusion in 13 plays. Uh-huh. All right. There you go. Yeah. I can't believe you're about to share more con- information about another podcast. <laughs> if your podcast... Uh- days are light and you need more content besides yeah. us and if you're patreon on this you're getting four shows a week if you need something else to fill your time uh jeffrey and his gang is back at it the original disney geek has started yet another podcast and this is called d23 inside disney so uh i've listened to 
I think almost all the shows. I think I only have one. I think I only have the first show. I went backwards. I went from recent back to uh, the beginning, and I think I'm only missing the first show. Uh, and it, we know everybody's first show was terrible, so I may skip it. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably theirs wasn't because yeah. they're kind of pros at it. Yeah. So. <laughs> or should be. Uh, but if you want to get the inside scoop on all the latest Disney news uh, with host uh, Jeffrey Epstein uh, from D23, Sherry Alazera from Oh My Disney, and Candace Valdez from Disney Radio, and hear from talented people who are making it all happen for Disney, uh, from fascinating talents in front of the camera uh, and creative minds behind the scenes. Uh, they are taking you inside. So they've done some pretty interesting interviews. Uh, They're doing all the interviews that we can't do. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, they have access to uh, everybody. Um, I don't think we need to tell you who these people are. I think you know who they are. No. Um, and Jeffrey is always interesting. Uh, and the good other, guy. Yeah. The other two girls are, are they're holding their weight with Jeff. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think. Uh, my recommendation is give it a listen. You may like it. And they're short. They're keeping it to about 30, 40 minutes. Uh, they're not, you know, going crazy. Uh, you can subscribe. Uh, they're on definitely on iTunes, but I'm sure they're on all the other uh, podcast services as well. Sweet. Sweet. I'll have to check them out. Yeah. Uh, new, uh, new. Sorry. <laughs> Hang on. It's okay. New Galaxy's Edge pins for the Play Disney Parks app fans. Hmm. Well, uh, three new Star Wars Galaxy's Edge pins debuted on the 17th for guests that play and earn achievements on the Play Disney Parks app while at Disney's Hollywood Studios or Disneyland Parks. The pins feature two attractions uh, plus BB-8 and are available for purchase only after a guest has earned certain achievements in the Star Wars datapad part of the Disney Play Parks app. So you're not just getting these for playing and being awesome. You have to actually, I don't know pay for them no you don't pay for them you have to accumulate points and by doing things and pay for them i don't is there a, are available for purchase only after yeah. guests have earned certain achievements in the star wars datapad i don't think they're expensive all right I just by go ahead i don't think so but go ahead. okay yeah cool go ahead. I'll, I'll check all right cool go ahead <laughs> Uh, just by entering Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, guests will earn the Black Spire Explorer achievement. Experience Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run to earn the Flight of the Falcon achievement. And the Hero of the Resistance achievement is earned by experiencing Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Guests can show their achievements at the following locations to purchase the corresponding pins. <laughs> At Hollywood Studios, you can go to Keystone Clothiers, Celebrity Five, uh, five and Ten, uh, Disneyland Park. Uh, you can go to Little Green Men Store Command and Westward Ho Trading Company. Hmm. Why are you not going to any of the stores in Galaxy's Edge for these? <laughs> There's it's such a small place; they have very little storage. <laughs> I mean, okay. That's weird. That's very weird. But it's 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 interesting now that something you do in the land, like you get points for uh, doing things on the Millennium Falcon attraction, right? And now wind up on your data pad, right? Which you then can then redeem for. You know, it's almost like playing skee ball at a, at the boardwalk now. You know, 
<laughs> you get yes. you get tickies and you go cash in for prize. You know. Yeah, but you but unlike the ski ball, when you get the tickets and you give them the, the tickets, they give you the prize. Yeah. Now the way Disney set it up, you give them the tickets and then you just pay for the prize. <laughs> so that just seems seems weird to me. Yeah. So. I wonder, too, if you can buy them without the achievements. Are they selling them just for anybody? You know, well, if you have the money, well, I would hope that they I would hope that they wouldn't. I would hope not, because otherwise, what's the point of uh, playing said games? Right. Right. What's the purpose? Right. All right. We're still working on our meetup. So stay tuned for that. We'll let you know. This this weekend's a weekend, kids. Yep. If you have any ideas. Shoot us an email at DisneyParksPodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Any and all ideas, please uh, submit them by Saturday. All right. Hey, uh, Disney announced the return of H2O Glow. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Coming to Typhoon Lagoon in 2020, fans of playing in the water parks after sun goes down will be happy to know that H2O Glow Nights is returning to a Typhoon Lagoon. Uh, this is going to happen from May 27th all the way to August 29th. So you have p- plenty of playtime. Uh, yeah. Admission to this special event requires a separate ticket. This is a hard ticketed event for Typhoon. Uh, uh, that you can enter the park as early as 6 p.m. That's two hours before the party begins. So you get two hours of daylight and then... The sun goes down, and it's all party time. Official party hours are from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m., and party attendees will have access to all the available attractions in addition to the following. A DJ dance party on slippery surfaces (laughs) on the beach and in the surf pool. Well, that's not too bad. Toy Story themed activities and character greetings. Now that would be something on my alley. Mm-hmm. A selection of limited time event themed food and beverage specialties. Mm. The Wharf, an adults only retreat for guests 21 and over featuring live entertainment and a cocktail bar with an assortment of refreshment beverages for purchase. You had me a hello. <laughs> Plus a souvenir glow wristband. Mm. Party dates are May 27th and the 30th, June 3, 6, 10, 17, 20, 24, and 27. July 4th, probably going to be very crowded, 8, 11, 15, 18, 22, 25, and 29. August... 1st, 5th, 8th, 12th, 15th, 19th, 26th, and 29th. Pricing is in advance for adults $65. Children ages 3 to 9 in advance $60. Same day for adults is $75. And same day for the kids is $70. Now, annual pass holders and DVC members, uh, it's fifty nine for adults and fifty four for the kids. Discount not available for same day, so you must make those in advance mm. if you're one of those two categories. Mm. And I would say do that. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's killer. Uh, yeah, we should, maybe we should go this year. Yeah, 
Uh, I, uh, our friend Susan went to the other place and uh, gave a very glowing review. Yeah. Well, uh, that place looks great. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. A lot of volcanoes there, from what I hear. <laughs> uh, new Rustic Cuff jewelry pop-up store is coming soon to Disney Springs. Rustic Cuff will soon be bringing their boutique jewelry brand to Walt Disney World with a pop-up store at Disney Springs. Look for an opening date for the limited-time-only shop in the next few weeks. The store will feature beautiful accessories, uh, including a focus on cuffs that have inspirational designs or a personal connection. Look for beads, bangles, charm bracelets, and stackable accent pieces, some that can be personalized with names, monograms, or quotes. Jill Donovan, founder of Russet Cuff, said of the new store, we couldn't be more excited to put uh, to be a part of this special resort location that echoes everything that inspires us to dream. Guests will be able to find the Rustic Cuffs pop-up store across from John Doc Lindsay's hangar bar. Hmm. Okay. Uh, interesting things I found out this weekend. What did you find out? This interesting things with Uncle Tony. <laughs> All right. So Curl and Fit to Run have left the building. Yep. They're gone. Uh, I thought the M&M store was going to take over both of those spaces. That's what the news story said. Yes. Apparently that may not be totally 100% true. Really? Uh, I've heard that Splitsville wants the uh, curl space. They want to expand out. Oh. For I don't know what reason. <laughs> but they want to expand out. Uh, and I heard that uh, Eminem would only get uh, fit to run. The other interesting thing I heard about Disney Springs is uh, our. Uh, beer store is going to open before uh, Cirque opens because they want that operational while Cirque is in uh, soft openings for March so they can you know test that out uh, you know get a drink go to a show get a drink go to a show have dinner go to a show uh, so that will definitely be open prior to February 6th yeah prior to uh, that that happening so that that's good news I was yeah I, you know, when they said spring or early, late winter or whatever, I was skeptical about what that meant. But uh, this gives it a little bit better. Yeah. On the City Works blog, it said uh, February 6th. Okay, that's good. Well, let's hope they stick to those dates. Me too. All right. Uh, Disney announced uh, the host for Epcot's upcoming Awesome Planet attraction, which uh, started Friday. Uh, this, I got to get over there because I want to see this uh, sing-along, too, uh, that Don Hahn did with uh, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, so there's a brand new film, obviously, that we've been talking about. It's coming to the Land Pavilion in Epcot's Future World. Uh, it happened on Friday. The new host was finally revealed. And, John, who do you think they would have hosting said film? Uh, I think they would have... I think they would have someone with gravitas, someone tied to the the planet. Like Jane Goodall comes to mm. mind, or a, a, you know, a, someone who is like a, maybe a, maybe who's the uh, who's the, uh, the, the doctor two, or the two kids from uh, the guy that got killed with the shark thing. The, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But kids. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of like who's the astrophysicist who's everywhere? Oh, DeGrasse. Yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson, yeah. someone, mm. someone who is, you know, deeply embedded in the idea of our world mm. and and how awesome our planet is. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, who they pick, Tony? Uh, Ty Burrell from Modern Family. <laughs> the dude from Fo- Modern Family? Yep. Phil Dunphy uh, on ABC's Modern Family will now host Walt Disney and has declared him as a planetary realtor because he plays a realtor on the TV show. He's a uh, planetary realtor. Stupid Judy. Stupid, stupid energy. energy. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, brand new film will provide guests with an on-screen journey of the planet we call home along with showcasing uh, the beauty, diversity, and dynamic story of Mother Earth. And this started on January 17th ago. If you can find it, go check it out. (laughs) Speaking of the new Don Hahn Beauty and the Beast show. Yes. uh, I had some friends that went this weekend. Ooh, what did they say? They were not fans. Oh, they they cut the songs so you didn't sing all the songs. You only saw sung portions of the song. And let's say they were a little liberal in the story. Uh oh. So you know your mileage may vary, but they were not super thrilled, mm. and they're the they're that's their demographic. I would have thought that they would have taken the frozen page. I would have too. And slapped it right in the France page. <laughs> I mean, that works. Why not just duplicate what is being done there? Oh, now we are going to sing the songs for the bell. Mm. You know, I don't know why. That's just sad. Wow. Uh, so we, we want to talk a little How bit. How old are Ziki. these uh, millennials that you... Uh, um, what age? Thirties, okay. less okay. less than thirty. Okay, like thirty and less. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's some information that we've gleaned. Uh, this is everything that we know right now for Festival of the Arts. It started what last week? Uh, Friday. Uh, Friday. Started Friday. Uh, Festival of the Arts is a collaboration with Disney Theatrical Productions, brings an exciting showcase of favorite music and Broadway talent to the American Garden Theater stage. Over 39 days of the festival, park guests will enjoy uh, different pairings of phenomenal talent and concert performing songs from uh, some of Disney's most award winning shows, including Lion King, Mary Poppins, Beauty and the Beast, and Aladdin. Just to name drop a few Uh, food studios throughout the park uh, showcase culinary creations so delicious and intricate. Guests may not know if their menus are for admiring or eating. Mm. Disney chefs will encourage guests that it's definitely the part that you eat. You eat that. We cooked it. You eat it. Uh, Be sure to bring your patience while making your food purchases. The lines tend to be longer uh, than you might be used to with other special events at Epcot because there's only a handful of them. Uh, The focus here is on the presentation of your food so it will be served and made sure to look magnifique. Uh, Cast members take a little bit more time in preparing the food. So, you know, there you go. Uh, everyone is invited to grab a paintbrush and help create a wall mural along World Showcase Plaza. I did this last year. It was fun. <laughs> uh, guests of all ages have the opportunity to literally step inside works of art and take fun photos, such as the Washington Crossing the Delaware artfully, artful photo opportunity. Paint with a Disney Artist Program invites guests to learn under the tutelage of a professor offered select Saturdays, including a continental breakfast for an additional fee. A variety of workshops held by professionals will teach different artistic techniques such as floor design, ink and paint, mixed media art, and more offered Saturdays and Sundays. 
for additional fee. Uh, as a memento of what you've learned, guests can take their creations home with them hmm. that they've paid for. Right. More than 50 visiting artists participate in the festival will be available for meet and greets and share their insights on their work. Disney artists' work will be exhibited throughout Epcot. Gravity-defying feats of strength, aerobatics, and many performing artists are scheduled scheduled right. throughout the festival. International music and variety acts will share their talents with guests, including the return of Budakin, Budakon? Budakatan. I listened to them last Bo- year. They were pretty Bo- good. Budakatan, yeah. the ca- yeah. Canada stage, and Delta Q, a new performing group in Germany. <laughs> uh, guests can join in the fun of Figment's Brush with the Master Scavenger Hunt by purchasing a map at select uh, merchandise locations. Yeah. And so there you go. That band All- in uh, Canada, I think I bought a song of theirs off of iTunes last year. Budakatan? Yeah, I liked it that much. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the new... Canada film open too, so it's not a. Uh, if you were at Food and Wine, that was like a whole Food and Wine area. Now the Circle Vision's back, so. Oh, nice! Uh, and it's being done by um, Shit's Creek, uh, uh, Eugene Levy and Catherine. Yes, Catherine, um, the woman from uh, Home Alone. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. She's in everything. The mom, yeah, from Home Alone. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess the um, guest experience uh, thing worked so well at the Magic Kingdom. They're now doing it in Epcot. And uh, it's been at the studios now, too. Yes. Um, so now you can get personalized uh, guest services uh, in Epcot. I don't know where they're going to put them, but <laughs> I'm sure they'll figure out a place. Yep. We're going to lower you and have you dangle just above this crowd area here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the guest experience team has arrived at Epcot. Uh, this was the last uh, park left to get the guest uh, members uh, to help you with any of your questions, fast passes, wait times, lost and found, Disney experience, app issues. Uh, you can identify them because they have blue shirts and it says guest experience, guest experience. team. Uh, with the castle logo. Uh, They will be at Future World East and Future World West. Hopefully they'll put a couple in World Showplace too. Uh, Mm -hmm. The team will make its official debut on January 26th, just in time for the Festival of the Arts. Nice. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, those guys are great. They're they're just yeah. there to have fun and help guests, and I always try to go out of my way and make sure they yeah. know that we appreciate them. Yeah. Uh, hey, kids, here's some news that you really want to know. The extra evening magic hours have finally returned to the Hollywood studios. Evening extra magic hours are returned, and it allows guests who were staying on Walt Disney World property the ability to enjoy one of the parks for a couple of hours more when the crowds are lower. Uh, because of anticipating large crowds for the Star Wars attraction Rise of Resistance in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, Hollywood Studios has mainly been focusing on their extra morning magic stuff. Mm. Uh, The park hours published by Walt Disney World are showing that there will be nighttime extra magic hours every Sunday until April. (laughs) And in April, the extended park hours for hotel guests changes back to the morning. The My Disney Experience app has all the parks updated hours. As long as you can keep your kids awake, you can enjoy those extended hours with your whole family. 
I've also heard that they uh, have extended the extra extra magic hours. That, really? That uh, morning experience that you buy at the Magic Kingdom, get there mm-hmm. before park open, have breakfast at Pinocchio House, that is still also available too if you're oh, cool. willing to get up super, super early. Yeah, buddy. All right, this next story got me really excited. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I am a fan of the Girl Scout cookies. Are you now? Yep, when my niece sells them, I buy them. Uh, Girl Scout uh, cookie cupcakes are now available at Disney Springs. Sprinkles, which I haven't been to in a long time, uh, cupcakes at Disney Springs has officially combined two favorite things, cupcakes and Girl Scout cookies. You heard us right. This is now a limited time edition Girl Scout cookie cupcakes uh, series at Sprinkles. The three Girl Scout cookie cupcakes that are being offered are... Thin Mint, Samoa, and my favorite, Tagalong. Tagalong. Yep. Well, that's the uh, peanut butter and Yes, the peanut butter chocolate. and chocolate, yes. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, it's like a Reese's peanut butter cup. Uh, each cupcake is baked fresh daily. Probably not. And the perfect amount of sweetness. <laughs> Hurry and grab them uh, before they're gone. Uh, they'll only be available until February 2nd. So... Go do it. Cool. I'm gonna go try that this week. I think. Yeah. 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 I, awesome. I, I'm not a fan of their cupcakes. I find their cupcakes too dense and mm-hmm. too dry for a cupcake. Mm. I like mm-hmm. them a little loosey goosey, a little moister. But yeah, I'll try them. Gotcha. I'll, I'll I'll take one for the team, John. <laughs> Good for you, buddy. You can do that. <laughs> I have faith in you. <laughs> Uh, this is kind of exciting. Mm. Uh, it's been a long time coming, but you can now purchase two of the Epcot Experience attraction posters while making your way around World Showcase. Uh, someone spotted artwork tucked away at the Festival of the Arts Marketplace between Pop Eats and Mexico. The posters are ninety dollars e- ninety ninety dollars each. Mm-hmm. And they are limited editions. There's only 100. The posters measure 26 by 18, no discount supply. Uh, and there is it the Spaceship Earth poster? Yeah, it's a Spaceship Earth and Mission Space. Oh, man. Man. I can't drop 90 bucks on a poster. And I would tell you, if you are a Spaceship Earth fan, I would grab one because they're going to go down for that two year rehab and God knows what's going to come back. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, speaking of Beauty and the Beast, John. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, is this the... Uh, yeah, this is a story the, about the uh, Beauty and the Beast sing-along, which debuted. I didn't, yep. I did, didn't mean to steal the thunder no, on that. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, this, uh, like we said, this opened up on Friday. I, I believe this is done during the day, and then Oppressions... Defense in 4K is done mm. at night. I think that's the way they're doing it. Oh, okay. I think originally they said they were going to alternate them, and I don't think that alternating is possible. So I think this is uh, the process that they're going through. Uh, so at Epcot on Friday, like we said, Beauty and the Beast sing-along show opened up. Uh, the show doesn't uh, completely replace Impressions Defense, 
But if you want to see the Epcot Classic, you'll be limited to just three or four showings at the end of the day. Uh, cast members are saying that uh, they may adjust that depending on demand for one or the other. If there's more demand for Beauty and the Beast, they'll put more of those. If there's more demand for Impressions de France, then they'll put more of those. So I would definitely tell cast members your preference if you maybe if you go to time where one is going and then one is going to start you may you know get both yeah Yeah. uh a little bit about it uh the film opens up with mrs potts explaining the beauty and the beast a story that you know uh it's not the real story as John was alluding, uh, the seemingly happenstance a meeting of Belle and uh, the Beast was actually orchestrated by Le Fou, and the film shows some of the actions Le Fou took to bring them together, from leading Maurice to the castle to helping prepare the dinner that Belle and the Beast enjoyed together. Le Fou is the mastermind behind all of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have a, a look on your face, John, like, Excuse me, what are you talking about, Willis? The silver lining is that Impressions de France will open in the last hour or two of the posted park hours, and the film has returned in 4K. Yeah, that's some serious film there. Is it the same film? I don't know. I couldn't find out whether it was... Changed or the same, or mm, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, as part of the new Beauty and the Beast a film, Disney has installed a new tale as old as time display that showcases various uh, French art forms and props. Uh, the displays are quite wonderful and will help pass the time while you're sitting there in the lobby doing nothing uh, except checking your phone and your email. Uh, so <laughs> go check that out. <laughs> yep. That just doesn't make sense. I mean, why would they? Why do you change the story? Yeah, A, why would you change the story? But just, we're doing this this amount of time, Mm -hmm. and then we're doing this that amount of time. What? Are are there that many people that are just like, oh, you can't take out that, you can't take out that uh, Impressions to France, man. That movie is (coughs) thebomb.com. I'm assuming during the day there's obviously more kids in the park, so the kids... You know, the parents will go in the back with the kids, go see that. And then at nighttime, it's probably more adults. So the adults don't really want to do a sing-along. So we'll put Impressions uh, de France back. Whatever. That's there my must assumption be a, I'm rolling with. I'll bet that the, the French government is probably like, you've got to keep that in there at some level. Oh, I'm sure the uh, management at the pavilion has something to say about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we don't have this whole country here. So you not tell us about the country. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, okay, so hold your breath, kids. <laughs> Harmony Us is officially set to open in just a few months mm-hmm. at Epcot. Right now, Epcot is hosting the Epcot Forever, a nighttime spectacular that celebrates the history and the music of classic ex- Epcot attractions for a limited time only. However, this show is only temporary and will be closing sometime later this year <laughs> to, to make way for a new permanent nighttime spectacular called Harmony Us. Uh, The new show will be a celebration of Disney music and will show how Disney music inspires people around the globe and will feature a large uh, will feature large floating set pieces, custom build LED panels, 
kites with special effects, choreographed moving fountains, lights, pyrotechnics, and lasers, which sounds like they're taking everything from illuminations, illuminations minus the globe. Cause I heard the globe got yeah. destroyed. And then tacking on all this new stuff they've done with Celebration Epcot or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Confirmed Disney IPs that will be featured in this new production will include Coco, Hercules, Pocahontas, <clears throat> and Moana. Moving forward, this will be the permanent nighttime show of Epcot. There's no opening date for the upcoming show, uh, considering construction will be ongoing while Epcot Forever is being performed. Uh, We guess that Disney is trying to roll out this new permanent show slow, uh, show as quickly as possible. And now perhaps a D23 leak says it, it looks like we might just know when it's going to happen. According to a recent article in D23 outlined everything new coming to the Walt Disney World in, ne- in the next year, it was confirmed for the first time that Harmonies will be making its debut at Epcot this spring. Uh, while we don't have an exact opening date, we now know that this new show will be upcoming to Epcot sooner rather than later. So if you want to check it out, uh, Epcot Forever, you better get, jump on the gun. So I have questions. Shoot. So if they're doing water can or water fountains, they haven't drained the lake that I've seen to fix them. Mm. They're using the same ones from Illuminations. Probably. They could have had so, divers go down and, you know, change the strength or the point of the game or whatever. You know. Could have. Well. You know. Or maybe at night they've taken them out and put them back, you know, fixed them, changed them, modified them. But I remember when they rehabbed for uh, color, World of Color. They had to drain the water, fix the fountains, and then put the water back. Yeah, that's a completely different thing. That uh, is a platform that gets lowered and raised. Um, these are just, I'm assuming, like the Bellagio, they're fountains thrown in the water. You know, that just sucked the pond scum and then shoot it in the air. <sighs> gross. <laughs> so gross. Chuck, suck whatever. It's growing in that. There must, right. there must be many, many, many filters on that intake. <laughs> oh my god! All right, I, I'm interested because uh, I'm, I'm not a fan of this Epcot Forever. Epcot Forever should be for the minute and get it the hell out of there because it's not very thrilling. It doesn't have the entertainment value of a, a Disney show, a nighttime show. Right. I, I can't even use the word nighttime spectacular because it's not. It's just something they have there. Listen, we all know the reason. They have it there to keep the restaurants happy because if there was no show, everybody would leave. And then there'd be nobody in the restaurants and that would make everybody pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. All right, John. All right. Hey, kids, how about a little headline news? Or not. Oh. And now the headline news. I'll edit it afterwards. <laughs> All right. Uh, they installed the Gaston 
restaurant sign on the France Pavilion. So All right. we're getting closer to Remy. Let there be Remy. Uh, the Walt Disney World, uh, Walt Disney World, the Walt Disney Studios garnered 23 Academy nominations, including Toy Story 4. For what? Best Animated Picture. Okay, because that said Best Story, I was quitting. <laughs> the story wasn't great. No offense. I love you. Remind me, I have a uh, piece of Toy Story show and tell. All right. Uh, the Edison at Disney Springs announced their masquerade event. I think everybody's hot on that. Um, you can go to the Pantina Group website to get tickets if you're interested in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a big thing and they, they like doing it. Uh, new Figment Magic Shot is now available in Epcot. I forgot where this was, but you, they have the magic shot, and then you can actually get figment in your picture. It's very cute. Very cute. Nice. It's a very cute. You like it. Uh, Mickey Mouse March Musical Disney Parks Designer Collection Ear Hat <laughs> uh, debuted, and that is a schmear $58. Yeah. So if you need some. Mickey Mouse March Musical Disney Parks Designer still, Collection Ear still, Hat. Still cheaper than some of the other ears that have been designed lately. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a Kylo Ren TIE Fighter Premium Sipper that debuted at Disneyland for $21. I wonder how many of those are sold mm. versus how many of the Millennium Falcon. Falcon popcorn buckets will get sold. I see you guys acquired the Falcon. Uh, yeah, so funny story about that. So how that. much popcorn does it hold? I've <laughs> no popcorn has touched the insides of the Millennium Falcon and never will. <laughs> Uh, I guess it holds enough popcorn to be a popcorn holder. Okay. The thing is, so I, I because it we went over, thin. That's why I was asking. It is, it is thin, but it, it's like it, it's you know it's hollow, so yeah. the things. It, uh, so I, I went over to Disney Springs to the spot where uh, I saw them and bought one, and I was so excited. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was doing such a great thing because these weren't all around property that I've heard. Right. So we go this weekend at Hollywood Studios. Oh. Everywhere. <laughs> you get a bucket. You get a bucket. You get a every bucket. Every vendor. <laughs> every vendor had them. I'm like, son of a gun. Oh, well. <laughs> Uh, I saw this, and I am uh, sort of interested in this. I don't know if you uh, remember this as a kid, John. I do. Uh, but I had this. It was You put this piece of paper on this round thing. It spun around, and then you would take paint, and you would do it. Well, they're offering that at the Festival of the Arts. You pick out three to six different paint colors and squish it on the thing that spins around, and then you get the paint. I'm like I damn I'd love to do that I if it's not that cost prohibitive I might do three or four it's not like we don't have new wall space here in the house yeah they look cool the ones I saw in uh, uh, this blog post I was like oh that 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 looks pretty cool yeah Yeah, that'd be great I'd love to do that Uh, All right. so when you're driving to the Magic Kingdom parking lot uh, they used to have a sign with pricing on it. Well, yeah. they got rid of that. And <gasps> now they have a digital sign. And we believe 
that they're going to change the price. You know, like tickets change day by mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. We believe the parking price is going to change based on demand. And that's why they went to a digital sign. Really? Yes. Yeah. So what's it now? Th- 25 bucks a day? 30, 30 bucks? 30, 30, 35, 50 for premium. Yeah. Something stupid like that. But I that's what we believe this uh, digital sign is uh, now heading for. Yeah. That is so ridiculous. Yeah. They've got the pl- parking spots. It's, I don't ever remember Disney running out of parking at the Magic Kingdom. Just on Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah, but that's or, different. Or, or special events. <laughs> so, coming to Disney, mm-hmm. you've allocated X amount of money. You've bought the resort. You've bought the theme park tickets. Mm-hmm. You know that you're going to have to pay X amount of money for your car. Mm-hmm. But you happen to go at the wrong physical time during the day, and you're going to have to pay 25 30 bucks more. Yeah. I think, you know, this is this – is, the same thing that I say to the airlines. Stop nickel and diming me. Just tell me the bu- You know I'm going to have to bring a car. And maybe you sell the tickets. Tickets with a car, tickets without a car. Right. And then with the car, I'll assume that I get to park one. <laughs> if I don't bring a car, then you've charged me the other price. You know? Right. But I don't think that uh, you should be nickel and diming us, uh, you know, for parking. The parking lot has been paid for many, many, many times over. Now, I understand you have employees and trams that you have to run, and that has an operational cost, but not at $35 a car. Right. We're talking millions of dollars compared to hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It, it is crazy. It's crazy. Uh, hey, uh, you were over in the studios. Did you see this new green milk chili lime mango swirl? No, man. I was hanging out at Ogus Cantina trying to stay away from the stormtroopers. It seemed suspiciously into me because <laughs> I had a Mandalorian on my T-shirt. Oh, oh, oh did you wear the Star Wars shirt? Yeah, I wore the Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know, I know. Before everybody freaks out, I know Boba Fett was not a Mandalorian. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Send all cards and letters to Park Hopper John at WCWParkHopper.com. <laughs> <laughs> Pipe down, nerds. I got you. I got this. I got it. It, uh, okay. it, came, out, it came out before I physically thought it through. Did you do the thing I was telling you is uh, uh, fight for the, the bad guys, not for the good guys? Like say, hey, when? when was I going to do that? While you were in the, the, the galaxy's edge. No, man. I got in, drank, and got out. Oh, you chicken. No, I didn't stick around. We didn't stick around. We had places to go. We had things to do. Chicken little. And last but not least, which breaks my heart, I am so sad. Bob Iger's salary dropped by $18 million in 2019. Oh, my I God. I feel so How horrible. How is he lit? How is he living his best he, life? He has to probably give up his Disney Plus subscription to live. <laughs> he, no wonder he had to write a book. He had to make some money. That poor guy. Now what does he make a year? 20, 50, 60 million a year? He's cut his uh, cell phone plan. He's cut his Apple Plus TV plan. <laughs> he's he's cut his cable bill. He's down to Hulu. He's taking Ubers. There's no more chauffeur drivers. Oh no, he's not taking Ubers. He's taking public transportation. 
Can't afford an Uber. What are you crazy? Uh, the poor guy, eighteen million dollars. He's probably he's probably shopping at Aldi's. You know, he's having to having, having to buy uh, day old bread. He's probably he's, he's probably on food stamps, buy. collecting unemployment. He, he's at Costco because now he can't afford to go to the nice Whole Foods store anymore. Uh, the poor guy. I feel so. Horrible. I'm going to have to write a letter. Dear Bob, I am so sorry you took a salary now, cut of $18 million. Now, now we have to save up like the rest of us to go to Walt Disney World. Dear Bob, I know you took a pay cut, but please don't raise annual price all the tickets. Bob, <laughs> to, here's to make good up news. the $18 million. Here's good news. If you plan accordingly, make sure that you plan your next Walt Disney World trip so that you don't have to pay the extra money for the parking fee. <laughs> yeah. He's probably having has to uh, fly coach now. <laughs> oh, how dare you! <laughs> All right, here's the last thing. I have this uh, show and tell. I'm going to show you this, and then you tell me what you think this is. Look at this. Okay. See, it okay. looks like this, and down there it says that. So, what do you think that is, John? Oop, let me go this way. I think it's a pad of paper. You are right. They made a full size bookie book. Oh, you can't see the little. Let's light your down the bottom there. I think they missed the opportunity to make this like a little, you know, flip book down here at the corner with the characters. See the characters yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder how much that would have cost them. Who cares? But here's the very interesting thing about this one, not like the others, is this is really a book that you can replace. Uh, wait, let me go here. See? You can replace the paper book and then you'll keep this. So I'm assuming that they're going to sell these refills. Oh, that'd be nice if they did. Yeah. Or maybe different ones. I mean, the inside, you know, has like the Toy Story, you know, looks like PCR. But it'd be interesting if they're going to sell refills because now this is just a plastic cover. Yeah. Right. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. If they have any other ones or just Toy Story? Right now, the only one I saw this. And the other thing I did see uh, while I was, uh, while I, so this thing, uh, they are selling the, what do they call that? The D.O. droid? Mm-hmm. They're selling the new droid from Rise. Uh, it's being sold by Hasbro, not our friends at Sphero. Mm-hmm. And it is $149 <laughs> for a little Bluetooth activated droid. So I'll, I don't have it with me, but... Um I could probably get it, but uh, we have to end the show and I'll go get it. But they've got new uh, – they finally got the Mandalorian and the child, Baby Yoda, uh, merchandise in full swing. A uh, lot, of, lot of shirts, yeah. a lot of, uh, lot of stuff. They've got a uh, – so this is, um, this is a regular Turvis tumbler. From Le Cellier, by the way. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, and it's plastic. Right. They make one, they make one that's metal. With a different type of lid, uh, they have a metal one that's got like the enamel paint of uh, Baby Yoda. Right. Uh, a normal Turvis tumbler on Disney property costs what twenty nine thirty nine buck or twenty nine bucks. Mm. The one for Baby Yoda costs like thirty nine. You should have gone and checked at the. <clears throat> there's a Turvis store at the uh, Icon Park. Mm-hmm. I bet they would have had that tumbler, and it might have been less. Maybe, mm. but um, but it, it made my wife super happy. So, so you got it. 
was barely a penny to me. I could care less as long as she's happy. Yeah. So, yeah, it was uh, funny. I was in the, the Fantasia store. One last story. I was in the Fantasia store. That's where I got uh, this, this little ditty. And mm-hmm. uh, there was a woman uh, stocking uh, in the, the stuffed animals and stuff of Toy Story. I go, hey, Andy's coming. And she dropped all the toys. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I was like, oh, that, that was good. You were good, good thinking. Good thinking. <laughs> did you just scare her? Or did she actually just I did scare her, but, <laughs> but I think she knew what I was saying and she just but caught on to it very quickly and just dropped the, the buzz that she was holding. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's so yeah. great. Yeah. That's great. That's all right, guys, we want to invite you to come find us all across our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Disney Parks Podcast. You can also find us at Disney Podcast or on the Twitter. Come find us at our, our uh, online home, DisneyParksPodcast.com. There you can find all of our show archives as well as blog posts, uh, links to some of our great sponsors, like our good friends at Destinations to Travel. Again, if you want to take advantage of some of the amazing offers that Disney has or you want to join us on the Adventure by Disney to Southern California, go to Disney Parks. Parkpodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two. Travel, fill out that form, and Destinations of Travel will get in contact with you. We also want to encourage you, if you would like to support the show, to go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. Anything else, Uncle Tony? All right, guys, come join us on Monday nights at 8 p.m. for the live show. You can watch us record live. You can comment in the chat room, hang out, have some fun. And like we always like to say, if we don't see you online, we'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) 